personal coach and trusted attorney, Andrew Lee, who will help you get started in building your real estate empire. Grow your self-confidence, find your grit, and get the skills needed to dominate the real estate world. This is Real Estate Investing with Andrew Lee. We're back. We're back. We're ready. But do we have the risk tolerance assessment ready that says we should? Just because you can doesn't mean you should. And even though there's opportunity that is a knocking, it doesn't mean that it's time to go do things. And what we were just talking about is your time risk tolerance. And you need to determine whether you have the time, whether it be fixed time, flex time, you could call that variable time, or free time. And free time doesn't mean free play time. It means time that you're willing to devote to doing something. Maybe it's that you want to become a gourmet chef. You could put that, your free time, and use that. Maybe what you want to do is you're, my brother is a coder. Maybe you want to learn a new coding language. Or maybe you want to become a real estate investor. And what Lauren was saying to me is just because we can doesn't mean we should. And even though I did the numbers and even though the numbers worked, she said to me, it doesn't work with my personal risk tolerance because I don't have the time. And I got to tell you, I got to tell you, I was happy that was the thing she said that was the problem. Why? Because after all, we can always find more time. How do we find more time? Because, you know, we're watching Nashville right now on the Hulu. Maybe we won't watch another old show no, next. not negotiable. So um, I he, think it. you can change your time based on, you know, what I do during the day. If my job changes, my responsibilities change, I reallocate my resources. These are things you have to plan ahead before you even make that investment decision. You have to look at that time. But the key thing was that she didn't talk about her financial issues. It seems like I got my financial stuff right in risk tolerance. And the first thing you got to do when you got to do your financials is you got to know how much you're worth. So many people go, do I need to sell my house to buy another house? That's what they say. Do I need to sell my house to buy another house? Can I afford this? Well, how much you worth? Do you know how much you're worth? You need to know exactly how much you're worth. And when I say exactly, I don't mean to the penny, but a, a close approximation. You need to know your actual net worth. And so, Lauren, when we're doing our net worth, we need to figure out exactly what we got. Do we have cash? We were doing last week, we were talking about my son and going through Monopoly, and he was telling us that he felt so broke because he wasn't holding cash. And we said, that's just your liquid assets. Your liquid assets, just like cash, can be your bonds. Depends on the bonds and when they're maturing, but it could be your securities and publicly traded markets. But we said, you have illiquid assets. You have real estate holdings. We said to him that he has illiquid assets. He has illiquid assets because you have more. He has the houses on the real estate holdings. Because, you know, you got to get the four houses till you get the motel. But what else could be an illiquid? You could have a holding in a business. You could own part of a business. And, yes, that's a stock or a membership interest in LLC. But there's a difference between a publicly traded company and a privately traded company. When you're dealing with the private markets like private equity or you're a partner in a business, you can't readily trade or sell that property. That's not available to go do it. So you got to know your net worth because – Lauren, do you always need to sell your house to buy another house? No. In fact, I think that uh, it's you should have enough money if you're going to do that to be able to buy the other house and then sell the first house because 
There's so much involved. Who's in you? It. That's really the problem. What are, you, what are you talking about? You're talking about you. My risk tolerance. Well, stop talking about you. <laughs> you use the word you and people are thinking you're talking. That's how you feel. But that's based on the fact that you would never buy a house that takes a big percentage of your net worth. No, 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 no. So when, you, when you're dealing with us, when you're dealing with us, what you would do what you would do is you would be saying to yourself while you're doing this type of thing, hey, I'm going to figure out how much it's going to cost me to keep the house into the future. Isn't that true? Yeah. Yeah. I had an interesting conversation with somebody before that was debating um, moving and selling at the same time. And they were like, well, maybe if I lower my listing price significantly, then I'll have a competitive edge. And then I said to them, well, maybe you should calculate how much it costs to live where it is and what the carrying costs are before you slow make down for a second. What do they mean by the carrying costs? What are we talking about? Um, mortgage taxes. You got utilities. your mortgage taxes, utilities. What else? Repairs? Yeah, basic. How much does it cost to keep the Well, property? let's go over the other ones. There's repairs. You have to do landscaping. That's a big mm -hmm. one, right? Because I don't know if anyone's ever tried not paying their landscaper. Like some of you probably mow your own lawn, but that goes into your time. And if you're spending your time mowing your lawn, you're not spending your time doing something else that could generate money. Instead of doing your own landscaping, it's a choice. You could go get a pizza delivery route. Like everything's a choice in life. You have to decide how you're going to allocate. So what you do is you find out your actual net worth. And when you're figuring out your net worth, Lauren, what did I say? She just said, you should. Is that what again? I said? It wasn't you. I should. But that's because Lauren's more conservative. We talked about that last week. And what you have to assess is who you are when it comes to money. Are you conservative? Are you balanced? Or are you aggressive? Are you conservative? So the fact that I and you have the same net worth doesn't mean we should make the same decisions. Some people are risk takers. You know people that own their own business? Brokers, 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 real estate brokers. You're my favorite. You always tell me they should do this and they should do that. And I'm like, that's because you get paid on a commission. You have no benefits whatsoever. You get no paid time off and you want to be able to eat what you kill. Imagine someone who's a school teacher or a nurse. They're going to think, or a union, they think you're out of your mind. They want to know that they get the same income every other week on their paycheck. They want to get their benefits. They want their time off. I got a buddy that was working in um, a eat what you kill profession. He was a sales guy and he had a stomach problem and he had stomach. You, know, you got to go when you got to go, you got to go. And he um, said to me, I got to go get a union job. That's what he said to me because I need to be able to leave work whenever I want to, no matter what, because I need to go to the bathroom. He had a issue. And so what it is, is that you need to figure out who you are. So Lauren, when you say you, it's about you, but it's about the, everyone needs to figure themselves out. So how would you figure out if you're conservative? How would you figure out if you're balanced? How would you figure out if you're aggressive? I would start off with saying to yourself, where do you want to be in the future? Where do you want to be in the future? And what would be the minimum thing you'd settle for in the future? Those are the two parameters. You have to say, where do you want to go? Like someone said to me the other day, don't you want that? Well, I'd really like to have an entire staff for free cleaning my entire house all day and live in a grand mansion on a cliff overlooking the water. But you can't always have what you want because you don't want to get there. What does that mean? Yeah, I could gamble everything and I might get there, but I also might be living out of a bag on the side of the street because that's called high risk, high gain. You see, there's three different ways to do things. You could do low risk, low gain, high risk, high gain, but you know what you really want? Low risk, high gain. 
You know how often you find that one? Rarely. If that was available everywhere, everybody would be rich. So what is it? Conservative means that you're willing to do low risk, low gain. Aggressive means you're willing to do high risk, high gain. And balanced means you're willing to do medium risk, medium gain. So what we need to do is we need to assess our own personal risk tolerance. We need to figure out who we are. So step one, as Lauren was doing before. We were talking about our risk tolerance, and we were telling you all that you need to figure out your time, your emotional health. Do you have the capacity to take on anything else? That's an important thing, right? Yeah. Then what you needed to do is you need to figure out your financial risk tolerance. And there's two components of that. Where are you today? What is your net worth? And hey, most banks will require a personal um, financial statement before you even apply for any sort of loan. And forgetting even the applying for the loan, do you have enough income coming in? Let's talk about the difference between income and assets. But you have enough income coming in to pay the debt service on that loan. Debt service means that monthly payment. So when you get the loan, can you afford the loan? So at the end of the day, the question is, the question is, do you have do you have enough income coming in, assets coming in? What's the difference between income and assets? Income is the money that you're coming in. It's the liquid that's coming in that you're earning. That's the money that you're making. Does that just mean from your job? No, income can be from an investment. Income can be from spousal support. Income can be from a trust fund. So income's money coming in, whereas assets, as you're saying, is money you already have. So assets as we discussed, could be liquid or illiquid, and they do different things when we get into your cushion needs. But income, why do you care so much about your income? Because if you're going to be buying property, you're going to want to leverage and you're going to want to get a loan. And they don't give you loans unless you could pay the loan. And a lot of people say, this is what they say, they go, but I'm doing investment property and the rent will pay. The rent will pay the the loan. That's how we're going to, I don't need income. What's What do you say about that? Well, the rent should pay, but not always does the rent pay. We just experienced that with COVID, didn't we? Yeah. I mean, so many companies had to shut down and then they couldn't afford to pay. So they the want discounts. How to, to pick it up for them. They want discounts on their rent. They want this off. They want that off. So what we've been talking about today is your personal risk tolerance. And what we're describing is that there's opportunities to knocking. And before, last week, I, I showed Lauren because we were in phase two, New York City's phase two starting on Monday. I said, we're going to need to invest. And she's like, the numbers, the numbers, the numbers. So then what I did is I worked out the numbers. And then she goes, but that's still not for me. It's not my personal risk tolerance. She was all about this whole, this whole, she has her time and her emotional and this is that and she can't do this. Oh, and, wow. <laughs> well, that's what you sounded like to me. No, and, but I just, I want to see where everything's going. Well, so the thing about it is that what we worked out today is how to assess your own personal risk tolerance because what's right for Lauren doesn't have to be right for you and what's right for me doesn't have to be right for you. It has to be right for you. It's all about you. Stop trying to live someone else else's life. At the end of the day, what is your emotional and time health? Do you have the capacity to do more? Do you have the net worth to be able to make this happen? What is your personal risk tolerance? Are you aggressive? Are you conservative? Are you balanced? What are your future goals? In the future, what is the minimum level? Everyone talks about what they want to achieve. What's the minimum you would tolerate? Once you figure out your own risk assessment, then you're ready to invest. Next week, when you listen to Listen to Lieb. Who else would you listen to when you go to www.listentolieb.com? Here's the thing. We're going to show you how to get this investment going because all of our personal risk tolerance are ready to roll. Stay tuned next week, Sundays at noon, FM 1039 WRCN. 
is Real Estate Investing with Andrew Lieb. Find us on social media at Listen to Lieb or visit listentolieb.com.